Hello and welcome to Mass Podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about being gracious under fire. Let's get started. Being gracious under fire is challenging. When people are unhappy, it makes it even more difficult for them. But when you are understanding them, instead of reacting to their attitudes or comments, you're becoming the calming water. Having experienced this kind of attitude of my life, from myself as a young kid who felt the world was like acid on my skin to people whom were flat out unhappy in their lives, it made it challenging to go to work or even being around them. This is one more reason I kept myself at bay from everyone that wasn't for my highest good, keeping my personal life private and just minding my own business. I have seen too often people at work spending their time sharing personal information to the rest of their co-workers. Some would have empathy, and some just like a good soap show, would be delighted at the trials and tribulations they were going through. This is when you need to learn to set your boundaries, realizing the workplace is not your venting ground. I have written in a couple of blogs about it to explain what I have witnessed. We are the master of our own destiny, capable of enjoying a life full of adventures when we are staying focused on our lives. We have so much more to rejoice about when we are willing to set the course on realizing our biggest dreams. There is so much to accomplish in this world we are living in. Why wasting our time on petty situations that are not for our highest good? Why spend our time with people that are not for our highest good? Why chasing after shiny objects that have little or no value to us? I have never listened to people comments. Instead, I live my life through my spirit. So, because we're in a mood of talking about challengers, now let's talk about being gracious under fire. Being able to make the distinction where being challenged to do not go full gun blazing at people. Instead, Becoming and learning to becoming an observer in our lives, just temporarily to see the situation. Do I want to go in that monkey and circus that people are tempting me to go back in? Or should I ignore it and take the highway? I'd rather take the highway because sometimes I don't have time to play around. It's not my monkey. It's not my circus. And I am not going back in a dance. That is not for my highest good. Making the difference and the distinction to realize what is for my highest good. Is this relationship, maybe a brother, a sister, a mother, a family relationship, is this for my highest good? Or is this just so toxic? By the time you're done dealing with them, you're depleted, you're tired, you don't have any more energy because they suck the life out of you. And you're realizing after being all riled up by... The situation, you could care less because it's their monkey, their circus, not yours. Learning to make that distinction and being able to just say, you know what? I have no interest to step into that drama. I'm not going to be sharing my trials and tribulation at work because you know what? It is not on full display. You have to do a set of growth and that growth come with the realization that, yes, we all have our own challenges in our life. Yes, there is people who are going to spend their time <laughs> venting about their spouse, their mates, their children. Yes, but is it in my best interest to listen and enjoy the ride? Not really. 
Is it going to help me in my life? Not at all. Is it wasting my time that I would be rather focusing on my next dream, on my next goal, on my next achievement or experience? Yeah. Why would I spend so much time in a delight to see somebody's troubles? I don't know. can be fun for five minutes, but you know what? I get bored very easily. So this kind of drama is not my cup of tea. I'd rather do something that is more creative, empowering, or helping others through what I do than wasting my time listening to somebody ranting about their spouse. It never brings a great light to that poor spouse who has no idea what's going on most often. And, you know, you kind of make a judgment call on the relationship and shake your head and walk away. It's like it's terrible. It's like what a waste of time. Why don't we focus on minding our own business and make things happening in a way that will help us in the long run? From a goal to a next experience to something that is close to our heart, what our heart's desires. I need that energy to co-create. Now, why would I spend my energy somewhere else when I can co-create something better for myself and my loved ones that will impact the world in a positive way? Hmm, good question. Let me toss the coin. Let me see what the coin is going to say. Oh, Emma, we want that. We don't want the monkey and circus around the block. So why not being open to let go of what is unnecessary? Because another thing too, and I spoke a lot about on my blogs and podcasts about cleaning up our own backyard. Our dreams can come and evolve and blossom if the soil we're planting it in is weed-free, trouble-free, problem-free, so it can grow. It's like planting flowers in your garden, but you don't even clean up the weeds around, and you're like, okay, I'm going to put them straight into the middle of the weeds, but the weeds going to struggle and kill some of them because they're going to take over and just say, no, we were there first, so you're not getting that share of it. But when you do that, when you start to clean up the weeds, clear up everything, make it beautiful because you need to prepare the ground. Then you're planting them and nurture them and they're going to grow and blossom, going to be beautiful. You're going to be amazed by them. This is when you realize that I need to do the same thing in my life. I'm going to take this and do the same. This means I'm going to start to clean up, clean up my relationship. And see how it goes. Maybe I have friends who are there and they are not for my highest good. Maybe I have some toxic relationship. And I do talk about family as well. Because a lot of people are like, well, but you know, it's family. So we never turn our backs on family. But sometimes we are born somewhere to teach all of us something. And it's going to come to a point that maybe the toxic relationship you're in your family. Instead, then bring it up every five minutes. Maybe you need to walk away from it and never come back. That will help you to continue to live your life to the fullest instead of being interrupted by what you're trying to do and sabotage by the family you're in. Toxicity. Let's be honest. Toxicity. That is a big word, but it happened to a lot of people and the best of the best people too, to be in a toxic relationship. But, you know, you're so used to it, you don't want to get out from it. Or you're thinking, well, you know, there's nothing else better out there. Or you've been brainwashed. 
But in fact, there is somebody better out there waiting for you. But if you don't show up, then that person's going to find somebody else's at the end of the day. But being honest with our own self, I think the hardest part for every human being is the honesty. It's that part where you have to do the self-inventory, but you need to do it wise eyes open. And most people going to kind of like, I'm going to pick and choose what I'm going to be doing. So I'm not going to take the full spectrum and do the full inventory that I'm supposed to do, but I'm just going to do a partial one and I'm going to ignore the biggest one. I'm going to ignore the biggest issue. Maybe an issue with your mate, maybe an issue with your family. And I'm just going to clean up around, but I'm going to leave that big problem at the center. And I don't understand because you know what? I tried to do some cleanup and I did a cleanup, but I don't go anywhere. I'm stuck where I'm at. Why? And you're like, well, the universe is trying to tell you something. It's trying to tell you that, okay, you started your cleanup, but you're not done yet. You barely started it. Now you need to tackle the real issue. That could be your mate. That could be your family. And you need to really have an honest, and I would say brutal at some point, conversation with your own self and see. And realize that, yes, it, it is a bad relationship. Yes, it's toxic. Do I want still to experience that? Or do I want to move up to the next level and do something that is for my highest good? Those are the toughest questions you can ever ask your own self. And you said, okay, I like that, but I would love, I would rather and would love to live a, a life of peace where you can be happy and joyful. So as you're doing this, you're realizing that, wow, I may be going to have to just say no to those relationships. And as you're doing it, it may be going to be rough at the beginning, but you know what? It's going to work so much better when you clean it up. Clean up your own field of dreams, your own backyard, your own business. And yes, it will always bear very beautiful fruits when you're done cleaning it up that it can be family it can be a friend it can be your mate whatever and whomever it is you'll be happy and do the same with work because a lot of time people don't you know i'm unhappy to go to work i am stressed i am turning to be the evil witches around the block but i don't know why but every time i drove closer to work then my stress started to go higher and higher and i am so upset i am so unhappy I don't know what to do. And as you realize this and you're welcoming, you know, the idea of, okay, somebody asked me, I hate my job. I totally hate my job. People are evil. Yeah, my manager is always on me. It's terrible. I can never bring a good idea because I was being shut down. I feel I've grown my work, but I'm too afraid because my ego is there to remind me that there is nothing else better than where I'm at, which is not true. When you do that honest self-inventory, like the personal relationship, then you can say, okay, I would go on my job or I'm, ha I'm not happy because there is some changes in, uh, in management and you know what, that person doesn't like me, we're not connecting, it's just not working anymore. What am I going to do? Wait, then they lay me off or fire me or, and I live with the stress every day to go to work, which is horrible, or I just decide to say, you know what? I am going to brush up my, my resume 
And I don't care what people are just say around me. Say, oh, but you know, there is no more job around. So, you know, it's terrible. No, 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 not true. I am going to go online. I'm going to put it and post it on jobs boards. And I'm going to start to look for jobs. I'm going to uh, even uh, connect with recruiters, give them my resume, and off I go. You will be amazed, amazed to see what will happen next. As you go through the process, then you work with a recruiter. Then the recruiter calls you out of the blue and says, okay, Emma, I have an interview for you, for an analyst. And are you interested? This is this kind of company, blah, blah, blah. Do you feel right about it? And you're like, yeah, I feel good. Then you pass your interview, you go there, pass your interview, and you're amazed because you're connecting actually with the hiring manager. You're connecting with everybody because you're going to go back for a couple of more interviews, a round of interviews. And they're offering about a couple of bucks more than uh, where you are. And you're like, oh my God, couldn't get any better than that. Then you accept, you leave the company where you are, go start to work over there and said, oh my God. Then you realize better life was better on that side because people are more kind and more open and I, they hear me actually. They see me and they hear me. So I can work as a team, a true team. How amazing would it be? How amazing would it be to just say, oh my God, am I yes, right? But it doesn't need to be only what I call it in corporate world. It could be in retail or anywhere else. But when you realize that, you free yourself. It doesn't mean I'm going to run away from the company where I'm at, but I'm going to take the right decision for me. So there is a difference when people go into panic mode and just say, I'm going to quit. I'm going to go to the other company because they are horrible and blah, blah, blah. And you quit. You're like, no, you go through the process and you ask yourself and you find the right company for you. So yeah, in the meantime, you're going to have to deal with unpleasant people. But you will be surprised when you're looking at it and just said, oh, my God, that is awesome. I love it. I love everything that has happening to me. And I am embracing everything else. You will be amazed. So when you look at it and you're amazed by it, you're just like, okay, I'm happy. I'm joyful. And everything is fine. I finally found my groove. I finally am where I need to be. Doing a self-inventory helps us. So when you're faced by challenges, look at it and become the observer in your life and figure it out, okay, what was that from? Is it from a past experience or is it a new experience in life lessons I need to learn? And sometimes you will realize that you are not quite done yet with your last experience. So you need to go back in again and finish it. Because if you don't finish it, you're not going anywhere. So may as well get it done with it and say, I'm done. Have a nice day. Do not bring me this again and it will be just fine. But again, not exposing ourselves, staying focused on our own dreams, our own desires helps us to clean up the weeds. Because often we're being distracted, distracted by the world of the ego, distracted by people, what they want distracted by anything and everything. When you ground yourself back, focus back on what needs to be done, then you are starting to embrace who you truly are. And when you embrace who you truly are, this is where you can redo what has not been done and change and course correct your path. We are a story in motions. We are individuals who 
are here to experience, experience life because we're spirits having a human experience. So we need to learn joy, happiness, laugh, cry, pain, betrayal. All of those emotions needs to be and enter our lives so we learn from it. And yes, there is some situation that will be life altering that we're going to remember from the day that happened to the day we're going to die. It's going to be embedded in her brain. But we can learn so much more when we start to minding our own business. Because I think the key for everyone is mind your own business. Well, Emma, you're horrible. You told me to mind my own business. Yes. If you mind your own business, this is why you cultivate and realize your dreams. Because the only focus you've got is not what Paul or your sister got or bought. It's you focusing on your dreams, focusing on what I'm going to create next. How can I empower myself to become the better part of my own self if I cannot even focus on my next dream? I want to be able and capable to create something that is beautiful, not the half-baked, a fully-baked cake. I don't want the half-baked cake. I want the entire thing, the entire enchilada, like we said here. When you want this, then this is when you stay focused on your dreams. Don't need to be obsessed about it, but at least you can feel it, how it feels to have your new job. And you can embody those feelings. Releasing it like that, the world is listening. The universe listens to you. So guess what? Emma wants a new job. Emma has the new job right now. She's feeling it. Guess what we're going to do? Perfect synchronicity. Go to work and get her the job, her dream job. Emma wants a mate. Let's find her a mate. We're going to bring her some challenges to clean up or still clean it up. Some of her unfinished life lessons. But we're going to direct her towards the mate, the right one. Guess what happened at the end of the day? You get your dream mate. Yay! Living, embodying who we truly are. It's being able to empower ourselves. Life has so much more to offer when we are open to the infinite possibilities we have. But how can we do that if we're staying stuck in the world of the ego? The ego is like a big distraction. It's going to a carnival and everything pops left and right. When you take the time to step outside of that carnival, then you will turn around. And face a world of infinite possibilities. When you look at it and say, whoa, I could do this, I could do that, I could have a house, I could have a right mate, I could have a career, or I can start my own business. I can do whatever I feel like doing. It might take some time, but I'm going to partner with the universe because I see in front of me infinite possibilities. And you turn around, you see the carnival, and you're like, yeah, that's cute, monkey, that's not my monkey, that's not my circus, a lot of shiny objects. But I'm more attractive to the infinite possibilities because it feels right. So I'm going to go that direction. I'm going to become that trailblazer. I'm going to grow and evolve. And through that, I'm going to continue to be graceful and grateful under fires because I know where I'm going. And I'm going to be patient and determined until I get it, or even better.
So this was our podcast for today. Being gracious under fire. What an amazing, amazing life lessons on this one. On our next podcast, we're going to be talking about the life of wonders. Yes, let's imagine. Let's imagine we got everything we always wanted. And we're going to create that. We're going to bring it to us and we're going to open that flow of infinite possibilities, opportunities, hopping on that flow and enjoy it. That's what we're going to do. So if you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me, you can go on www.edgintuitive.com. Otherwise, I want to say hello to everybody around the world. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope it gives you some inspiration, something that, you know, it's entertaining. Light up that fire within you and realizing that, oh, if I'm in the carnival where the world of the ego is, it's cute in night, but I'm going to step outside and see what there is out there because there's so much more out there that will really peel your spirit so you know yourself even better. So all my love, guys, and I will talk to you later. Bye now. Bye.